When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. And this is the one and only T-Quest. You are tuned into the T-Quest show. Relatable, informative, yet entertaining. Everyone know I love my listeners, especially the new ones, because it's your first experience with your girl T-Quest. Make sure at the end of the show, you follow me on all social media platforms at T-Quest GLM. Download that T-Quest mobile app in your Google Play Store, in your App Store. Write me a review. Give me five stars. And also remember to sign up for my mailing list on my website, GottaLoveMeWorld.com. And if you really got love for your girl T-Quest, go on the social media streaming networks and stream my music. Now that I've taken advantage of my own platform, it's time for me to share it with my special guest, ladies and gentlemen. I I would like to introduce you (laughs) to this man who claims he's the GOAT, a big name to live up to. You know what I'm saying? A great. Greatest greatest of all trappers. Are you going to let me do my intro or no? Oh, my God. <laughs> <laughs> Damn, I just got a little oh, my God. I can't even do my intro. <laughs> you know what? I'm just going to take it as you're excited to be on the T-Quest show, right? Of course, I'm flattered. That's what it is. Because, you know, a lot of people be hitting me up all the time. Yo, T-Quest, yo, T-Quest. I'll be like, bleh. <laughs> when I'm gonna get on the show, when I'm gonna get on the show, I'll be like, um, about that. Everyone right, can get yeah. on. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Everybody can get on the T Quest show. Everybody not where to be on the T Quest show. Why? Because a lot of people don't know how to keep up with T Quest on the T Quest show. Oh what? Uh, I don't know why. Uh, you don't, or you may find out. Don't get stumped in the middle. <laughs> but you know what, Mister? It's not about me. It's all about you this hour. Gang, 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 gang. Okay, so I need you to start us off by telling the people. Who you are and where you're from. I well, I go by the GOAT, aka greatest of all time, aka greatest of all trappers. I'm originally from Canada, New Jersey, one of the roughest cities in America. Mm-hmm. The roughest. What is that? You said the roughest. <laughs> yeah, one of the worst, yeah. Hello. Check the stats. Last twenty five years. Okay. We in that we in that top ten. Okay. So it's since you're from New Jersey. You know, um, a yeah. <laughs> couple of people, maybe some oh, people that I know. Oh, well, yeah. Maybe. You know, Jersey kind of small, you yeah. know. Yeah, yeah. try state all day, right? Oh, gang, gang. Yeah. yeah you know. <laughs> okay, okay. I may have to test you on a few things out there just a little bit. Do you think? You know, um, let me see. Who may you know out in Jersey? You know Trick Dawson. Trick Dawson? Mm-hmm. Mm, that ain't no ring a bell. That mm. ain't no ring a bell. You got me with that one. He's a DJ. He know you. I had to do oh, my research. He said you good people. <laughs> oh, that's the one from Jersey City? Yeah, maybe. Uh, that's, oh yeah, that's Wolf of Jersey City, that's my man. Yo, yeah, now okay. he's your man. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Pop 
pots and pans, you heard? No, I don't. I don't understand your language. But, um... <laughs> yeah, we go, we, we go back, you heard? Yeah, absolutely. So, my thing is, right, from you saying you grew up in the toughest streets of New Jersey, is that the reason why you do music? Because I know as a music artist myself... Some of our experience growing up, our environment or our mental, we do music for therapy. So, is your environment the reason why you do music? Uh, nah, see, to be honest with you, I started off trapping. Like, I was a block boy, you know what I mean? Like, rapping wasn't even, like, even the question. Like, I was going hand to hand. I was getting in that trouble. I was a mess, like, you know what I mean? Running around, living like every day my life, just wilding out here, but... What happened was, my man came home from prison, and he like, yo, yo, go hop on this, man. Because when you be talking, like, brothers be feeling you, like, you be talking that real, are you feeling me? And I'm like, man, I don't rap. So they gassed me up, and my homie gassed me up. So I ended up talking on this intro. And I, I sounded like P. Diddy on that show, you feel me? <laughs> yeah. I was talking heavy. So after that... I started rapping. Couldn't put the mic down, you feel me? So, when was the moment that you actually fell in love with being a hip-hop artist? First time I, first time I heard, first time hearing myself. Mm-hmm. And, I'm like, and I'm like, oh, I sound good. And then, like, it wasn't even hearing myself. I guess it was, ain't nothing like to me and music when people enjoy your music. It's like, that's, that's certain highs. Is, I feel like that's better than sex. Like, mm-hmm. I don't understand. I could just be me, you know what I mean? But that that high for me is just, it's crazy. So the reason you started doing music is because people said you'd probably be great at it. And then nah, it, wa- wasn't, it wasn't really that. It's just I fell in love with it. I don't know what it was. It's just I fell in love with it. And then once I heard myself and then people reaction, it was like, all right, I'm making the right decision. Okay. And then I just kept going. How long you been doing music? I've been doing music five years. May I ask your age? Twenty-seven. Okay. Okay. So, um, with you, so I guess. Hmm. How old is you? Wait a minute. <laughs> it's not about me. <laughs> but all you need to know is that T Quest is grown. Thank you. <laughs> okay. Thank you. This will be clear. I got you. You know what I'm saying? I started writing when you was born. (laughs) Yeah, right. Anyway. What you mean? You don't believe me? Nah. All right. Well, how about this? I started writing when you was probably about to start potty training. No? You keep to that on me. <laughs> I don't know. I mean, you probably, that mean you probably like in your 40s. Wait a minute now. No, you're doing your calculation yeah, wrong. Know. Wait a minute. Might be a little too old, Wait right? a minute now. Wait a minute. Because <laughs> nah, with me, personally, I didn't start in my 20s. I started as a child doing music. You know, the moment I can pick up a pen, a pencil, a crayon. <laughs> oh, so would you a rapper or a singer? Quest got bars. But um it's not about me, it's about you. No, we cannot because it's oh, not about me. It's all about you. But when you ready Oh my gosh. In two ways. But that's why I was asking you, because it is a lot of us that do have started music as children. You know, right. and the moment I was able to write between ages, I don't remember now, like about 8, 11, whatever. I was writing songs and poems and stories back then. And I right. haven't stopped because I, I love thing. what I do. You know, right. I love to express myself. I love to tell my stories, whether it's do a poem, a regular story. A song, an R&B song, or a hip-hop song. So my question to you, Fresh Meat, um, <laughs> what type of, to, to the industry you are, what type of um, 
topics do you touch on in your music? Well, I like to tell my stories too lately. You know, at first I used to try to talk, be like a hood journalist and talk about pain and all this. But now, like, I feel like now I'm telling my story and that's why the best music is coming out. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Because I'm, I'm telling my truth. It's like me venting and, and like, I'm... Like I'm walking in the booth and like my soul crying, like you know what I mean. Mm-hmm. It's like I'm, I'm vain to the mics. All right, so tell me about those stories. Tell me about what you're renting on in your music. Um, like I said, vain and being in the streets, you know, going through the trials, trials and tribulations, vain coming up broke, poor, vain, vain about being homeless for a couple years. You know, just man, like, you know, through the ups and downs of life. And not always just down parts, you know, there's also good times, you know what I mean? The turn up records, the hate records, the feel good records, but then you, you got the real records. I don't know, I'm just like any other person out here. Like, you know, I go through my ups and downs, you know what I mean? No. But when you, when you fall down, when, when you fall down, you got to get up, you know what? And I went trading my bad times in life. Like, you know, people were like, ah, I regret this, I regret that. I don't regret nothing because I feel like that's what built my character. Mm-hmm. You feel me saying? Yeah. Mm-hmm, so that's how I go about it. No, I understand. But at the same time, we all go through struggles, trials, our own situations. Mm-hmm. But we're all individuals. Right. We all have our own story even if it's similar to somebody else's so if you don't mind I want you to take me back to a situation that happened that you had no choice but to pick up the pen and pad and write a song about it well this whole album that I'm writing right now Mm -hmm. it's hard to get back and you know I was homeless and sleeping in uh, train stations and Dunkin' Donuts and Burger Kings and train stations and hospitals and, you know, so I ain't had nobody but the, but the pen and pad. Yeah. You know what I mean? So I wrote this album in the course of like a year, that mm-hmm. last year being homeless. So basically the get back was basically me telling the story from the, from the beginning to the, like basically how I got back on my feet. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Yeah. And also having a son being homeless and being in the shelter with my son. Yeah. You know what I mean? It was it was rough. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? But we got through it, though, you know. Lord is good, you know. It was a blessing. Absolutely. Yeah. So. Um, I, I just tell you, like, as long as you got breath in your body, like, you can change your life. You know what I'm saying? Yes. And it's things like that people need to hear or a friendly reminder. You know, when I ask people certain questions, it's not me trying to give them like a therapy session because I'm a therapist, (laughs) you know, it's for me to really bring out to them what they should be telling the world when they tell their story. Yes. On a lot of interviews, they only give you a few minutes. So you have to mentally train yourself to say everything you need to say, you know, in a certain amount of time. But then you have to take advantage of shows like mine where you get a chance to really tell your story, to really connect with the people. Let them know what I call it the cry, the silent cry behind the grind, you know, because a lot of people, when it comes to especially hip hop artists, they think we a dime in a dozen. They don't care about us. And their mind is like Khaled, another one. Right. But it's up to us to right. like, look, ain't no other like me. My That's story true. is my story. My struggle is my story. You know what I mean? Like my life. This is all me. Nobody can do this. Nobody lived this but me. Right. You know? I've been through some things. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Like, this is my story. I want you to hear it. So in these moments, you have to really be like what separates you from the rest that will make them want to go and hear your music well what separates me is me just being diligent and like 
and not just giving up. You know what I mean? You can't give up no matter what. You know what I mean? I done had rainy days where I feel like, damn, man, ain't never going, ain't never going to be sunny again. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Everything going love, not able to get a job. I'm talking about everything, losing, losing your family, getting kicked out, being homeless. Just everything going to get it out of jail. Like, hey, just, everything just went left. Like, I done, I done been there, like, yeah. When you feel like you ain't getting no W's in life. When you just feel like even, even, even probably just giving up. Mm-hmm. Like, I don't even care no more. Whatever happened, happened. Like, but you can't, though. You know what I mean? And I thank my son for that. Yeah. Yeah, that's my motivation. That's my everything. Okay, okay. So, I'm curious. Is this your first project? Uh, this my... I done wrote, like, many little projects and all that, but this is my first one, like, going, like, out there, like, out there, yeah, put it everywhere and everything, yes. Okay, so remind the people the name of it. It's called The Get Back. The Get Back, okay. Yeah. The Get Back, all right. Now, let's actually throw it back a little bit. Explain to the people why you call yourself The Goat. Well, I call myself the goo because coming up in the hood, everybody used to always call me the goo because I was always good at everything, like, you know what I mean? I was good at getting girls. I was good at sports. I was, I was like, you know, I was good at everything. Every little thing I did, you know, I was a man of multi-talents, you know what I mean? As a kid, so everybody, like, called me goo, 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 goo. And that name rang, so... When I got when I when when I started rapping, why not go by something that your hood already calls you? You know what I mean? Yeah. I, I like these other rappers that pick a name. Oh, this nice sound good. Like nah, everybody was already calling me that. Okay. You know what I mean? So I just added on like the greatest of all trappers because I never got caught like really in the field. Like I never did a bid off trappers. So that's why I said the greatest of all trappers. Mhm. You know what I mean? Okay. So you took the normal saying great of all times and you remix it to actually fit you in your life yeah okay. perfect there you go okay there you go t-quest you know t-quest is smart <laughs> i'm really smart it's probably why i'm so popular um <laughs> no because I honestly feel you have to break that down. It's kind of like when people say, I'm the king of, I'm the queen of, I'm the prince, I'm the princess. You know what I'm saying? They be like, oh, you think so? Right? So they be ready for you to show and prove. So when you have a name like GOAT, which is pretty much known as the greatest of all time, for the people who don't know of you as of yet, you got to break that down. <laughs> nah, I always say this. I always say this. I mean, this goes to every generation, like the sports and everything from like the nineties, eighties, seventies, and they're they're fourth. But I feel like anybody my age, twenty seven and down, they can't hold a candle to me. Mm. Mm. Yeah, I'm. I'm pretty sure you do feel that way. I mean, I got tell me, man, play that record. Okay. There you go. Just like that. There you go. Okay. Okay. Well, at the end of the day, everyone has to um really back up what they do and what they say, right? You should be your number one cheerleader, your number one fan, your number one supporter, the number one person rooting yourself on. You feel me? Now, I want you to talk to me about your single, Oh No. Oh, oh no. So, all right. The, the hottest, say, hottest thing in the streets right there, Oh No. Right. All right. The single. So, basically, like, I wrote that being homeless, too. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? When I got kicked down, niggas didn't give me no handouts. Like, that's me saying, me being homeless. And I can't, you know, I said, uh, when I was homeless, I was in the street, nigga. You know? You know how I feel when you out in the cold, down on your dick with nowhere to go. Pockets is empty, rob for full. Like, you know what I mean? I was robbing to eat. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? But I made it a hype record so other people could, like, feel me, but in a different way. Like, so you really pay attention to the lyrics. Like, they ain't really talking about getting back. Like, you know what I mean? Yeah. Being, being fucked up at the same time. I'm a bad person, but being messed up at the same time. You know what I mean? 
Yeah. Yeah, so that's what the old nose is really about. Yeah. You know, okay. I, I just put more emphasis on it. Okay, so maybe we should tease the people with it a little bit. What you think? Hey, do you think? <laughs> if you say so. Wait a minute, wait a minute, wait a minute. <laughs> okay. Oh no. Okay. <laughs> Okay. Wait a minute. Wait a minute. Wait a minute. Who was the producer on this track? Oh, my man Stan. You know, he from the hood. I just kept it in the kept it in the house. Kept it in the house. Okay. Oh. In life, in life, either you somebody, you somebody, or you nobody, you nobody. It's BGF, nigga. You heard? You heard? Yes. had some energy on that one definitely had some energy on that one so yes. huh <laughs> yes, that's the crack for the streets crack for the streets okay so crack for the streets. me hearing a trap a track like that right the first thing that popped in my head because i call my i don't call myself a music artist a personality none of that stuff right i call myself an entertainer because i love to entertain right so the first time when i heard the track the thing that came to my mind was 
I wonder what he looks like performing that on a stage. Oh, I'm a, I'm a special one there. You were special? I'm special on stage. I'm like a god up there. <laughs> Can you elaborate? Like, I mean, I'm just demanding. Like, I just take charge. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I just, I'm dead. I just, I don't know. You gotta, see, see, I started from, like, doing, like, open mics. Like, I started from the ground up. And then I kind of had, like, a little cheat code. I got thrown to the wolves. I did this my mixtape show. In front of, like, 30,000, like, 30,000 fans. Mm-hmm. And I feel like Future, Lil Dirk, uh, Designer, uh, G Herbo, Montana 300, YF and Lucci. The list go on. It was, like, 30 of them artists. So I just took, like, bits and pieces of everybody's performance. Mm-hmm. And then I started like doing homework on like Biggie, doing my homework on like Keith Murray. By the way, Keith Murray, the best performer I ever seen in my life. Oh really? Yeah, he was special on stage. Why is that? I don't know. He just had that pop, man. Ain't nothing like that when like a, when a person got that stroll on stage. Mhm. And you feeling them? Like mm-hmm. just, you know what I mean? And they they putting the mic to the crowd. He just got that flavor. But what I learned is. You gotta have great crowd control. Especially mm-hmm. to be a new upcoming artist because people don't know your music. Facts. You gotta have the people rock with you before you even your music even come on. Mm-hmm. And that's why I'm a great performer because I get on there and I I take the crowd immediately. Yeah. I had the crowd repeat me. I had the crowd feeling me. So by the time my record come on, they already feeling me. Mm-hmm. So they already singing along with me. So by the second hook, I'm pointing the mic at the crowd. They singing the hook. That's genius. That's genius. Yeah. You know, because <laughs> it's funny you say that. And I'm really um, impressed to hear that. Because, you know, um, I host a lot of um, open mics, showcases, concerts, competitions all the time all over the United States, right? Mm-hmm. And I tell people, like, look, it's great to be confident in what you do. You're supposed to be your number one fan. You're supposed to be excited about the music and content that you put out. Then, when you get on stage or you perform it, you got to know how to just rock the mic. But at the same time, not just rock it for you. Don't just rock it for your friends who just already know the song. The whole purpose is to gravitate to new ears and to keep the old ears still in love with you. You know, I see a lot of them and they be jumping around and all that stuff. And they enter the song and that's cool. But why are you only jumping in front of your friends? What about everybody else who don't even know you? <laughs> you know, I see them act a fool, and then they never even look in the direction of the judges. I'm just like, yo, what are you nah, doing? You look at everybody in their eye. Mm-hmm. I just did this one time. Cause I used to get on there and jump around. I ain't going to lie mm-hmm. when I first started. Because I thought that was how rappers performed. Mm-hmm. So one judge came at me like, come on, man, you talking this bullshit. But you dancing around like a... Mm. And I'm like, oh. I took it to heart at the beginning. Like, oh, this is... Like, I felt... I felt the same way at the beginning. Like, I took it to heart. You feel me? Yeah. But then really sitting there and let it... When I let it marinate, I like, right. So after that, I just started having a little stroll. Yeah, I do a little dancing. But you got to stay in your lane. Yeah. You got to know... You got to know, you gotta know what's good for you, what you can do, what you can't do. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Absolutely. Basically, like a singer, like, if you can't hit a high note, don't do it. <laughs> <laughs> you can't do it. Don't even play yourself. You remember that? Oh, my goodness. A lot of them still do, because a lot of them have confidence. Yeah, you I understand. You can't tell them I, nothing. You do that for the shower. <laughs> You really can't tell them nothing. And then a lot of people are surrounded by yes men. So that doesn't help them neither. That's why I'm glad that whoever that was she that... She's going you the dollar, bro. Oh, she already did? Oh. I'm glad that whoever said what they said to you... Um, yeah, go ahead. Do your thing. I'm bad. I apologize. <laughs> it's okay. How you doing, Lord? <sighs> One second. Ready? Hello? Yeah, I'm here. 
Okay. I'm glad that whoever that was that said that to you, when they said it, that even though you felt some type of way in the moment, you actually took the time to let it sink in exactly what they said so you can become a greater performer. Everyone who says something that you may not want to hear, especially in that moment, is not always trying to criticize you or downplay you. A lot of them really do want to genuinely help. Right. You know, and it's all about how mature you are to really receive what they're saying. And sometimes people may say something to you and they could be completely wrong. It's just like, okay, I hear you. I, re I respect what you're saying. Or like, I'm listening. Thank you. And you don't have to do what they say. Right. You know, but then there's moments when people are like, look, I think if you just add a third, I'm like, okay. And you're like, what are you talking about? I know what I'm doing. But then sometimes you got to think back, like, okay. And I'm glad they said that because what happened? It made you become an even better performer. And that's what it's all about. Elevating and increasing with everything that you're doing. So my thing is, because I really want to put this out there for the listeners, especially the ones that's not just up and coming artists, but people in general going from point A to point B. You spoke about earlier having some rough times and then the next thing, um, after you're talking about performances, you were um, highlighting people that you've either looked up to, um, emulated from watching them, or actually been in events with them. What was that transition from picking yourself back up? Like, what did you do? Uh, to be honest, like, I kind of, like, stopped rapping at one time, too, because it wasn't working out there. You know what I mean? And I wasn't making money as fast as I wanted to, so... I ended up, like, falling back into the streets, like, mm -hmm. heavy. But then I realized, like, nah, this ain't for me no more, like, you know what I mean? Music, mm -hmm. the true love, my true love, you know what I mean? So, yeah. I just, that's how I kind of, like, picked myself up right here. Okay. And then, then record, and then it also getting good feedback. And then I just kept, like, applying pressure. I'm like, you know what? Instead of, like, hearing what somebody got to say, I'm just gonna apply pressure. Like I'm on some bull guard stuff. Mm -hmm. You gonna play my record? You gonna <laughs> film my record? And I don't care what you got to say. Like, and that's how it's been lately, and that's why everything been lit. Mm -hmm. You know what I mean? Absolutely. And I'm like, I'm very impressed because I meet artists and stuff all the time. I see them at shows. I see them on social media. And when I be asking them questions, a lot of them be waiting for. DJs and um, hosts and personalities to see them, see their talent, and then approach them. I'm like, nah. no, you got to do the work yourself. Mm -hmm. You know? I always do it. Like, I go up in a club. I go right to the DJ booth. Uh, how, how you doing? I'm the goat. Da -da -da. Give him a little rundown about me. What you drinking tonight? Da -da -da. Well, if I told you a few dollars, can you spend my record? All right, cool. Mm -hmm. You got to be so one hand, one is watch the other. You know what I mean? DJ only gonna support who, who support them. Exactly. Exactly. They've actually said that at some of the DJ conferences that I go to, that it's all about building the relationship with them. You know, if you know we in a club, you see us spinning, you want us to catch our attention, you know, buy us a drink or offer us one. You know? And then they be like, okay. And then some of them, you know, if you do put some money, they may spend it. Otherwise, may not, depending, because that is a big risk that you are taking depending on where you are and the spot it is but right. this is what they like want you to do if you come if you come over you come across still they're going to spend it no matter what like mm -hmm. i just feel like that because every time i didn't went up there it's only one time i didn't get spun mm -hmm. and he was he was like a jerk you know what i mean like he wasn't trying to spend nobody. Like he, he gave me the whole run around. I bought him a drink and everything. Mm -hmm. oh, I'm gonna spend you. I'm gonna spend you. I'm gonna spend you. Never spun us. Like me and my man was in the strip club, just looking like I'm about to go up there, punch on bull, but let me chill. <laughs> no, no, I get it. It's yeah, but it is what it is. Absolutely. I tell people it's kind of like um when you're trying to date someone, trying to talk to someone. Your approach is everything. How you catch their attention and how you keep it is everything. <clears throat> yeah, you know. First impression is everything. Some people be like, "Yo, play my record." I'd be like, "Hello, <laughs> what?" <laughs> yeah, you know, I know you do a radio show. I'm like, "You sure you know about that?" What I be talking what? about? How you know I play music on my show? How you know I don't have like a gospel show? 
a country show. You don't know. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? And but they they think them just blasting you, contacting you, sending you multiple links, tagging you and stuff, posting videos in your inbox that that if they do it multiple times, eventually you're gonna pay attention. I'm like, no. I'm not, <laughs> you know, and even when you send them one thing or tell them it's okay to send you one thing, they just start flooding. I'm like, nobody asked you to do all this, right? Like, fuck it. you know, but it's Mama all about, do all this stuff. it's all about growing. It's all about doing the research, putting in the work, playing your position, being respectful, being professional. All these things play a factor. You know, just like um, some people always like, I don't understand why these non-talented artists be out here and they get all the attention. Why? Because they're studying the business part of the game. And they, they hustlers too. Exactly. They hustle way exactly. Even they if they think they're hot and when they really not, their hustle is different. I knew this one artist. He had every girl. <laughs> Mad music out, mad money. His, his videos are trash because that's the one that he really never invested in. But he didn't care. He out here doing what he's doing. Why? Because his hustle was crazy. He'd go to the radio stations. He'd be in the clubs. He'd be in the streets. Whatever he had to do to get his music out there. And then other people mad. Oh, well, what you mad at him for? Oh, I get it. You too big-headed that you waiting for people to come to you because you the hottest thing around. And you know your music going to speak for itself. How was it going to speak for yourself and nobody hears it? Right, that's like a tree falling in the forest and nobody being there. Exactly. Yeah, that ain't gonna make no sound. Fact, that mundo. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. <laughs> exactly. What you're saying. That's the problem with people all the time. They never want to put no footwork. Yeah, that's mm-hmm. why they ain't added to them. Mm-hmm. See me, I love doing the footwork. I love building from the ground up. That's where I come from. Absolutely. And um, and I respect it because certain things. You can say, and people are like, who does this person think they are? But then it's something else. You'd be like, okay. All right. Okay. And I respect it, you know? Right. I, I, I do respect what you do, and I truly wish you the best in all your endeavors. You know? Right. So, now that we know about the single, is there going to be a video, or are you in the works on it? Yes, or I got what's a the video day? coming up. Yeah, right. Coming up real, real soon. You know what I mean? Okay. Sooner than later. You know what I mean? I got the invisible catchers that's going to make an uh, appearance in it. They real lit right now. They're the people that be grabbing people all. They be, they be snatching people. What? They be, having, they be the full, they <laughs> people that be full suited. Yeah. Looking like scientists. The oh. kids, they, they be snatching everybody. They be on like Comedy Central and all that. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so they going to be in the video. Those my guys. So what's the concept of the video? See, I can't really give all that. Well, give me something. But, uh, some of it, uh, some of it you gonna see like my press run, like me coming up and everything. Mm-hmm. But also like, you know, like also they gonna be snatch, they gonna snatch a certain person that's real, real supposed to be lit the game right now. Yeah. But I don't have no respect for him, so I wanted to get, and the world don't really have no respect for him either, because what he done was against all morals. Mm-hmm. So, I want, I want to, you know what I mean, him get kidnapped in the video, and then bring it to me, like, how'd you get a D-pad? Like, who allowed you to be tough? Like, wh- where you come from that mm-hmm. allowed you to be tough, allowed you to be gangster and all this, and you out here, you out here singing like Canary Bird, like, what's going on? Yeah. Yeah. Like, where I come from, like, you rap, like, you just rap for you, like, mm-hmm. you might as well just get a rope and hang out. Man, for real, because you done up. Okay. Okay. All right. Well, definitely looking forward to watching that and seeing you in action. So, are you having any features on this project? Uh, like I said, just really keeping it in house. I got a couple people that's popping in Jersey, like Casio. Shout out to Cassie, Bayo, Rackboy Kid, Patterson. Mm-hmm. But like anything else, like BGF. That's my squad. So like. Bad Playboy. Yeah. And uh, that's just great. That's really about it. That's how we rock it. So, no T Quest feature? <laughs> uh, maybe on the bonus, you know. Yeah. 
Okay, okay, I'll, I'll, okay, I'll take that. I'll take that bonus track. I'll take that. Right. Mhm. Yeah, of course. Let <laughs> me get that. Thank you. Thank you. <laughs> It'll only be amazing because I'm amazing. But. <laughs> right. Let me be great. You know what I'm saying? You already know. No, but I think that's a beautiful thing. Keeping it in the house, you know, um, giving respect to the people that you either grew up with or have that relationship with already, you know. And I'm sure you already got the backing and the following. But tell me about some of these um people that you've met that truly inspired you, like some words of wisdom that you want to take with you forever. Mm. To be honest, like words of wisdom. Like, not even in the game, like, it's been, like, people that have been really, like, messed up. Yeah. Like, even, like, homeless people that, you know, to protect the jewels from me, like, they got it bad boys, and they're homeless people with the same mindset, you know mm. what I'm saying? Yeah. So it's, like, you meeting people, and you grabbing jewels from different people, like, so I don't really have, like, specific jewels that stood out. Yeah. But, like, I just say this, no matter what, you gotta keep it going, like, you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Don't never give up. Like, you know what I mean? Like, like Nipsey said, like, like when Nipsey was telling Big Boy in the, the radio, like, so the only difference was, like, I wasn't even the best rapper out of all of us. Like, the only difference was, I ain't never quit. So you just gotta keep it going. Like, don't never quit. Mm-hmm. And believe in yourself. Like, eventually, if you're talented and you put that grind in, you will get your turn. Yeah. Yeah, absolutely right. So, speaking of grind... We live in a world that people have multiple type of hustles and things they like to get into besides the obvious, which is music. So tell me about some other things that you're into outside of music. Uh, I don't know, man. I became such a music junkie. I ain't really into nothing else. But, you know, I like sports like basketball, football. Mm-hmm. You know, I'm a sports fanatic. You know? Yeah, I remember you said you used to play when you was younger. So, what type of sports was this? I played ball and football. I was really nice in ball. Like, I was super nice in ball. Like, mm-hmm. I mean, nobody can tell me nothing. I can me on my little AI. You know what I mean? Oh, my gosh. Yeah. <laughs> I can take yeah. you one-on-one. Nah, you don't want no sauce. <laughs> you don't want that problem in your life. I don't believe it's a problem. All right, man. Are we going to say we going to definitely, you know what I mean? <laughs> Just keep that same energy when I see you. That's fine. I'm going to keep the same energy. going to have more energy. Uh, <laughs> more energy. Okay. Well, I'm the Energizer Bunny. Girl. That's funny because I'm the Energizer Bunny and got the track Energizer Bunny. Oh. Uh, oh. Well, I think the double pack, yeah. <laughs> Absolutely. So besides, I understand you have a true love for music, but, you know, is there any other part of the industry that you'll love to tap into one day? I want to sign artists. Like, really? You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Yeah, but I don't want to sign rappers. And the reason I say that because, like, I'm such a fan of R&B, like, I love R&B with all my heart. Like, if I could sing, I wouldn't rap at all. <laughs> yeah. I like, just to keep it a bunny with you, like, you know what I mean? But I, I ain't just singing, like, I ain't the bull, like, mm-hmm. you know what I mean? But, you know, I like to play around on the records and bull sing you, or you know what I mean, here and there, but yeah. I stay in my lane, you know what I mean? Yeah, mm-hmm. but besides that, though, yeah, so, like, I just want to rap, I just, because like, I want to put that balance back in the industry, like, I feel like R&B dead, like, you know, people, people don't really... Mm-hmm. They, they, they lacking in their fundamentals like it ain't there no more like they, they crab like they mm-hmm. crab they crab is, is lacking it's not people can't really sing that mm-hmm. but people that can't the people that can really sing is not on mm-hmm. I'm running to people in the street and like oh my lord you know what I mean yeah but, they, but then they got this auto tune bull on there like uh you, you draw like you sound like a whole robot but they, they spinning you got the machine behind you and everything that's cool but I ain't gonna wanna see you live yeah. I'm good off you. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Yeah, so I just want to bring back, like, the groups and all that. Like, I feel like that's a boy in the game, and I want to bring it back. Cause that's what I listen to all day. Like, I only sing to rap. I listen to 2000s and the 90s and the okay. 80s and stuff. Oh, okay. All day, every day. All right. So, that's interesting. You know, recently, with the crew, I definitely interviewed, like, Olivia, Mario, John B., and everybody. Hey. You know? <laughs> 
and um, yeah, he, <laughs> he has a new single out called Priceless. But um, <laughs> shout out to John B. Yes. Um, I'll talk about that off the air. Because, <laughs> like I say, that about him is about you. But it's interesting that you say that because I'm not sure how much of the research you've done on me. But shout out to my crew, the Worldwide Fleet DJs. You know, I am the manager of the R&B division. Word. <laughs> You know, so to hear what you just said is actually kind of dope because that is my area on the team. And um, I'm like, yes, I am a hip hop artist. Yes, I'm a personality. Yes, I work in fashion, all this stuff. But I have a special type of love for R&B. I grew up, you know what I'm saying? I grew up singing and stuff and in the talent shows and at church and all of that, you know? And once in a while when I do a track and I need a, a hook that ain't nobody around, I do my own hook. <laughs> but, you know, I say that it's such a beautiful genre and it should not be lost in the shuffle. And that's why I'm taking this position to really highlight it, you know, and I'm going to do a little mini um conference to give some R&B artists a shine. And I'm going to bring some industry cats on the bill to, to check them out and give them some words of wisdom, you know. So it's going to be kind of dope. So if you do know any R&B artists that you feel need a little recognition and shine. Cree, like, she, she different. She like Jill Scott mixed with, <laughs> mixed with Erica Badu, mixed with Lauryn Hill, like. You know what's so, that's crazy. The board. You know what and I was just listening to earlier? Yeah. Yeah, she got it. I think it's um everything happens for a reason, right? Mm-hmm. And you know, earlier when I was writing up doing some paperwork and some write ups, I was actually listening to a playlist on Spotify of Erica Badu, Lauren Hill, and Jill Scott. <laughs> you know? so it's just like okay okay i see we're on the same page without even knowing it yeah same but yeah here we go oh my gosh let me nope we're not doing that we're not doing that uh-uh. right, right, right. anyway yeah. anywho. <laughs> anywho. yes 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 right. yeah we're, so let's bring this on back for the listeners right. but yes right. got a yeah. project coming out yeah, yeah. got a single in rotation got a video on deck after that Getting ready to really shut it down on the stages again once things open up. You got the squad out in Jersey. You know what I'm saying? Representing the whole nah, project. Nah, just Jersey. We mobbing in Atlanta, too. Like, we all over. Like, you know what I mean? No, I don't know what you mean. That's what I'm asking. We deep. We deep. <laughs> okay. I think that's a beautiful thing. And I just hope you continue to do what you do. Continue to be great. Continue to be a professional, you know, and everything that you do, as long as you do it for the right reasons, I salute. I respect that. You know what I'm saying? That's 100. Absolutely. And um, you have my contact, so. Of course. If there's any questions about anything realistically that I can help you with is um, don't hesitate, you know? Oh no, never. Yeah, cause that that's what I tell people. We gotta do the whole the whole thing. It takes a village to raise a child. It takes a team to really build a corporation. We as a music industry are the special industry, and we can't do anything without one another. That's true. It's like a triangle. You need people to go up the ladder. Like you know what I mean. Absolutely, absolutely. So now it's time for us to have some fun. You ready for some fun? Always. He's doing it. So let's forget about all the music, being entertainer, writer, you and your crew. Let's act for a moment as if music didn't exist, right? Mm-hmm. And let's act as if 
sports didn't exist. Right. <laughs> Let's take it maybe on maybe a weekend aspect. What would you be doing that's like your chill moment or what puts a smile on your face? It don't really take. It really don't take a lot to impress me, right? Okay. You know, besides music, I'm a full time dad, so that's what I do twenty four seven. So okay. I enjoy spending time with my son. Mhm. But also, I'm a big movie head, like throwback movie head. Like I like the wood juice. What you know about basketball. the wood and juice? <laughs> I got the juice, no bishop. You <laughs> that's funny because I almost said to myself that I got the juice. <laughs> yeah okay those are definitely some some classics that you mentioned you said the wood juice and you said love and basketball jason lyrics love jones wait a minute <laughs> I'm, a, I'm, a, I'm, a, I'm a hopeless romantic <laughs> okay okay all right well no, that's kind of dope because you said um that you enjoy R&B, right? Mm-hmm. So, to be someone who does hip-hop, who enjoys R&B, and like a hopeless romantic, I feel like you're like the male version of me. <laughs> you know the same, but that's kind of dope, though. That's kind of dope. I was just talking about that um the other day about the love movies from back in the day. Like Jason's Lyric and Love Jones and stuff. And I was trying to find them on Netflix and stuff, but it was not up there. Not on there. Yeah, but that brings me back. Love Jones on there for the longest, but they took it off at Netflix. That shit blew my shit. Yeah, because now everybody is really looking for stuff like that. We're looking for the classics. You know what I mean? And we're looking for those classic movies that brought a smile to our faces. And um, it's kind of like the music. Movies are evolving. Television shows are evolving. Life is evolving. Music is evolving. But there's nothing like the classics. So when you have artists coming out with like the old school vibe, the 90s, 200, 200, 2000s vibe, or switching up old music. And now samples and stuff is being more highlighted because we miss those type of classic sounds when it comes to music artists, especially in the urban world. Exactly, exactly. It brings back memories, happy times, happy moments, you know? I don't remember the last time I saw a movie recently that made me feel the love between the um, the actor and actresses on in the film. Just like I don't remember the last time I heard a recent R&B song that I felt the love or pain that the person was singing was singing about or the last time a recent hip-hop song from a new generation artist that I'm like, yo, they going in. But in a way that is lyrical and is dope. You know what I mean? It's, it's hard to find that. So you appreciate those old gems or new people bringing their own twist to it. Right. You know what I'm saying? I agree, because this new music nowadays don't have no substance. Ain't no feeling behind it. Mm-hmm. It's like, it's like, hey, I got the bag. And my bitch bag. And then I'm in the tag. Like, mm-hmm. nah. Nah, I'm not feeling that. So that's why I listen to 2000s and 90s and 80s. Like, mm-hmm. you know what I mean? I stay in my groove, you feel me? No, I absolutely totally get it. And my thing is, I have nothing against it. The majority of it, I can't relate to. There is some of it I can appreciate, but it's not the type of music that I can keep in rotation for hours end. Like, people ask me, what's my happy time in music? I'm like, um, 2000s era, Little John, Yin Yang. (laughs) You know, back when I was like a hip hop dancer, <laughs> you know, doing the Sierra moves, you got served. That was my happy time 
because I was doing more dancing than stuff because that's when I was like in like high school and I was known as the quiet girl that can dance. <laughs> so first of all, it's not called busting open. I'm talking about real choreography that I was doing and teaching. Thank you. <laughs> yes talking about counts counts five six seven eight okay i can step to you whatever but anyways but yes <laughs> i i appreciate you um understanding and that's why with artists like you you're out now but you still have the soul of an artist from back in the day. Not too bar back in the day, but you know what I'm saying. And that's I why back, back I... in the day, like Delphonics and Stylistics and Ohio Plays. Mm-hmm. I, I, I can take you there, you know what I mean? Absolutely. But yeah. to wrap up this interview, because we're down to the last couple of minutes, uh, I just want to say I appreciate you being on the True Quest show. And telling the people your story, you know, and giving them an insight of who you are as not just a music artist, but just as a person. You know, we are normal human beings outside of the music. I can only be me, you know what I mean? Absolutely. Absolutely. So please um, remind the people who you are, where you're from, and where they can catch your um, information and your music. BGF Zone, the GOAT. No, 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 wait, 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 wait. Speak loud and clear and slow it down so they can catch it. <laughs> all right, all right, all right, all right, all right. Well, it's BGF Zone, the GOAT. I'm going to say kid in Jersey all day. <laughs> and you can reach me at all the social platforms at the GOAT 609, D A G O A T. 609 D-A-G-O-A-T 609 Okay. Thank you for that. <laughs> Anytime. The reason I say that, right? Because I feel like every time I'm speaking to anyone I'm interviewing, I feel like it's like an educational moment. When we will perform, right? Every time when they ask an artist, let us know who you are, where you from, where they can find you. Yo, this is so-and-so from someone, so you can find me on the gram at brrrr, right? Mm -hmm. But you realize they can't hear you. You don't give them time enough to type it in. So how can they truly follow you? You know what I mean? Right, that's why I always spell it out. Exactly. You know what I do as a little gem I'm going to drop on you before we end this? Uh, wow. This is what I do as an entertainer. I'd be like, all right, y'all. Everybody take out their phones. Most likely the majority of you guys already have it in your hand. Right? Okay. Now I want you guys to pick your favorite social media site. Okay. <laughs> yeah, I'm really going to steal this. I know you are. <laughs> I know you are. <laughs> I want you to pick your favorite social media site. Right? Whether it's Facebook, Instagram, Twitter, Tumblr, Pinterest, Snapchat, or whatever. Right? Everybody type in right now. T Quest G L M. T Q U E S T G L M. You know what I'm saying? Let me get that follow and I'm gonna follow back. <laughs> you see what I'm saying? Giving them a time to do it. Giving them time to type it in. I'm like, you already have your phone in your hands. Let's put some use to it. Because I'm like, right now, I'm not asking you to buy nothing. I'm not asking you to buy my merchandise. I'm not asking you to buy those tickets to my next show. I'm asking you for free support. If you love what I just did as a whole, an entertainer, poet, singer, dancer, or whatever. Only thing I'm asking to do is take a few seconds of your time right now to go follow me. You know? And then later on, go stream my stuff. <laughs> you see what I'm saying? A lot of people don't think like that. You know, and it takes time to grow there. And every time I do a show or an event, I try to grow as an artist, entertainer, and most importantly, as a businesswoman. And also, to be honest with you, like, artists that's on the, doing interviews and stuff, they be nervous, man. 
Yeah. And it shall. You know what I mean? It takes time. It really yeah, do it take time. time. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, but once again, I want to thank you for being on the T-Quest show. I appreciate oh, you, the GOAT. And as for all my listeners, remember... <laughs> and all my listeners, remember, this is the T-Quest show. You can follow me on all social media platforms at T-Quest GLM. Go download that T-Quest mobile app in your Google Play Store, in your App Store. And guess what? If you didn't catch all his information, as long as you download that T-Quest app, you know you can go up there Listen to the interview all over again and get all his information written out just for you because I'm just that sweet. And go stream my music. <laughs> this is the one on T-Quest. You're tuning to the T-Quest show. Relatable, informative, yet entertaining. Right?